Uncut with Kirsty. Designed for young adults to share their stories of overcoming adversity and amplify their voice on pressing issues within society. Every Monday at 8 pm with Kirsty. On your number one Christian radio in Scotland. Heart Song Live. Heart Song Live. Song Live Radio. Hey guys, and welcome to Uncut with Kirsty. I mean, I wish I was the beautiful Kirsty, but as you can tell, it is not Kirsty speaking right now. This is Steph Smith, who was on the show on episode three. Um, and I have a special guest for you all. Like, this is going to be the number one spe- special <laughs> guest on this show. 
Yes, it's Kirsty. I'm a guest on my own show this evening, but I'm so excited to be on the other end and be asked all the questions. But tonight I'm going to be sharing my testimony and how having faith in God has helped me overcome many challenges in life. So I'm so excited to be on the other end, Steph, and I'm so excited that you're hosting, you're back hosting. Well, it's actually your first time hosting, but you're back again on the show this evening. Yes, I mean, I am so excited, people. I I will try not get too loud. I'm just very excited right now. I love this, and I am so excited to hear, for you guys to hear Kirsty's amazing testimony, because mm-hmm. honestly, it's so powerful. And these are my favorite moments, is when you will get to know the person. Exactly. Um, more, like, actually, as a person as well. Yeah, like, the women cool. behind the mic. I'll put right. that away for me. Yes. <laughs> the women behind the mic. So. Yeah. So, I mean, what a better place than to ask how was <laughs> how was life growing up for you? Like, what yeah. what were you like as a little girl? Do you know what? So, I grew up in a Christian household. Um, I feel like you know my mom was teaching me the word as soon as I came out the womb. <laughs> yeah. Um, and. It was it was good, you know. I had a I have a really loving family. They're very caring, very supportive. But I think when I was younger, I relied a lot on my parents' faith, and um, without actually discovering God's word for myself. And it wasn't really till I faced challenges in my life then I really had to depend on God and see God's work actually work in my own life. I mean, you can hear a lot about the word of God, but it's nothing. It's a difference when you actually experience it in your own life and see it actually work. And then you're like, wow, God is real. So I grew up in Edinburgh. I was born in London. But thankfully, (laughs) my parents moved up to Edinburgh when I was two. And I'm so grateful for that because when I go back to London, I realize how busy it is. Mm. And compared to Edinburgh, where it's so much relaxed, and you you can say hi to someone and they say hi back. Rather than London, you say hi. They just look at you funny and think, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so yeah. But uh, yeah, when I came to Edinburgh, it was it was yeah it was good and I think for me you know I came in 1998 and it was like I went to good school went to good primary school but it was hard because there wasn't like many black kids so I was the only black girl in my year so it was definitely not easy seeing not seeing people that were like you and um, I got a lot of questions about like my hair like how long can you keep your braids in do you wash your hair you know how long does it take to do your hair and I mean it was great but when it ha- you know when people are asking you that all the time you're kind of like oh. right <laughs> can you ask someone else but there was someone to ask to understand um you know why they would ask questions like that but you know I definitely lost a lot of confidence in myself I was very very shy compared to now where I'm quite loud but I was very very shy um growing up but I definitely had a very supportive family around me and you know they were always encouraging me to know who I am in Christ you know know my worth and know that I'm loved by God and no matter what people say um yeah, so I was teased a little bit in primary school just based on, like, the way I looked and stuff like that. But definitely knowing, like, my purpose and who I am in Christ definitely helped a lot, a lot. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No, that's so good. And I love that as well. Um, I will come back to your story yeah. because there's something that I honestly want to find out Go because I love this. But since... Did you always want to have your own radio show? Did you always want to do something like this? That like, is a where's very, this very good question, Steph. So, like I said, growing up, I was really, really shy. But I loved performing, funny enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, I loved dance. I loved musical theatre. And that's where, literally, my confidence, like, grew. Um, so, I've always, you know, loved being on the screen or just... Because <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was, you know, I could be somewhere something different you know and people wouldn't judge me because I'm being a character not actually being myself um but yeah I've always loved performing so I used to actually have my little own like I used to have my camcorder back in the day and I used to film my own little show and that is so (laughs) cute (laughs) that is so cute and then when I became a teenager I started a YouTube channel where I was doing like my own little preaching series and stuff like that so it's funny because the older you get you sometimes put like your dreams like under the carpet you're like nah it doesn't matter anymore like I need to actually you know start a career and start a family but it's amazing how like 
God doesn't forget your prayers. Mm-hmm. Like even those prayers that you prayed when you're like three years old. Right. And yeah, this opportunity came. It was just God. It just happened at the most amazing and perfect time. And it's just, yeah, I'm still in awe yeah. of everything. Like I actually have a radio show where, yeah. you know, a lot of young people can come on and share their voices and, you know, share their challenges of what they've been through and people can be inspired yeah. and encouraged by it. But yeah, I give all glory to God. Like when you're a child of God, there's a special grace and favor that's upon your life. You don't need to right. even ask for certain things it just come to you you know like god just causes the right person to be at the right place at the right time um so yeah i just give all glory to god i'm excited for he has for the uncut with kirsty seasons and he's to come on more people to come on and yeah it's bigger and better each and every day so yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i love that and i think what i love about that as well is like your the dreams that you have when you were younger Mm -hmm. are all most of the time the things that god has probably called you to do because like you have such a childlike faith obviously Mm -hmm. and you're you're still a child so you've not went through the world you've not went through this mindset thinking oh i can't do this or i'm not qualified for this Mm -hmm. um and even that like when you were saying like um when you were younger Mm -hmm. you you were shy Mm -hmm. but yet you still loved performing Mm -hmm. and it's crazy you can see that throughout the bible as well with people like i feel like in a way it's kind of like like God put something so amazing in you but mm-hmm. also the enemy can know that and it's like he can try and attack that and like oh, try definitely. and like silence your voice before yeah. you actually get the opportunity to definitely. speak up it's like sometimes yeah. he can see your future and that's sometimes why he attacks you harder because it's like right. I just don't want this girl to fulfill God's purpose or plan for their life so yeah mm-hmm. but you're right you know when you're younger you have that childlike faith you don't doubt as much and you don't have much responsibilities either so you you just like no i let me dream what i want to dream no one can question me on this right yeah so it's so so good but yeah but definitely i definitely faced a lot more challenges and growing up especially going into my teenage years um i was bullied a lot in high school like we had something called a form class i think like a register class before you actually start your subjects they like check you in and stuff like that and like there was just a girl above me who just in the year above he just didn't like me I don't like I don't know what it was she just didn't like me and every time I stepped into this form class she would call me names tease me make comments about the way I looked and my hair and everything like that and because even in my teenage years I was still quite a shy person like yeah. I didn't tell anybody about it I kept it to myself and I remember one day I literally just like burst into my t- into tears and my friends knew that something wasn't right and they reported it but I was terrified like I was so scared I was like this girl's gonna beat me up when she finally finds out that you yeah. know it's being reported and you know she did apologize and that was great but during those times you know I really seek the Lord because I was scared to tell even my parents about what was going on. And that's when I really discovered more about my identity and who I am in him. And, you know, I'm so grateful that I know God. I know that I can have someone that I can talk to at any time of the day I can run to. And he's there. He listens. He gets me. He understands me like no one can ever understand me. You know, he knows me more than I even know know myself. And just to have him there, you know, I don't know how I would have been able to get through life without him because he's just so comforting and so loving. And, you know, I just remember those words like you are enough. You know, you don't need to try and be someone else. You don't need to change yourself to gain that person's approval. Like you are enough. Um, So, yeah, definitely having faith in God helped me get through that season. But it was tough. Like it was tough. Um. But yeah, I remember reading my devotion, which I still read to this day. Yes. <laughs> it's yep. called Rhapsody of Realities. And it's just, it was honestly, like, I can see the difference when I don't read my devotion. Like, mm-hmm. you can still face the same challenges, but how you respond to them is different when you read your devotion because, you know, your your faith is activated, you've prayed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it yeah. can, like, without my devotion or without prayer, I don't know how I would have got through um my teenage years but how about you do you read a devotion um I do Mm -hmm. so currently I am reading one by 
and I'm sure I mentioned her the last time I was on, but um, Sadie Robertson mm-hmm. Huff, um, and it's Live on Purpose. Um, no, actually, sorry, it's not Live on Purpose. Yeah, it's Live on Purpose, <laughs> sorry. And then underneath it, it's like, um, Let Go of Fear. Yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously, it's kind of in title, but it's still just talking about like living out your purpose mm-hmm. um, and just having the freedom to let go of fear, which is really yeah. powerful. But devotionals are really good. They like, are. They're so good. They're so good. They're so yeah. Good. So yeah, I'd faced another challenge in my teenage years. Mm-hmm. So actually, when I went to Ghana for the second time, and I ended up being diagnosed with malaria, and it was a complete shock to me and my family because I'm literally always walking in divine health and I still do it in Jesus' name. But Amen, <laughs> amen. Like I've never even get a cold or a fever or anything like that. Um, so when the doctors told me, it was like my faith was definitely being tested like never before. And coming from the UK, you know, it can hit you harder. And obviously in, on the different different part of the world you know the culture is different you know and for me to even get a hospital bed it was a miracle but it was crazy like in those moments God was still working miracles like he sent over someone to come and pray with me I didn't know know this person like I didn't know where he came from but he said I'm just here to pray with you he pulled up his bible and he said that I was not going to be in the hospital for one more day and I was like wow you know I literally like took those words and I held on to it I literally got my clothes ready for the next day and at that time like if you looked at this like the circumstances and you were people coming in and then they weren't coming back they were passing away and the doctors would tell me my mom like to prepare a grave that's it you're not going to make it but just that one word of encouragement can just Mm -hmm. change your life forever and I was like you know what I'm still young I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. die I'm gonna make it I'm gonna get my clothes ready I'm leaving here no matter what I don't care if I have to walk out with my drip I'm not staying in this hospital bed one more day so um you know it came to pass it was the next day and I was fit I was healthy the doctors all looked surprised and honestly all you can do is give glory to God and it was a miracle and you know it was a testimony you know the doctors saw me alive and well and that's when I realized God's word works you know you can hear it all these bible stories but when you actually experience it in your own life you're like God is alive and his word works and just even with the the power of words you know I was kept saying to myself you know I'm going to be out tomorrow you know my body's healthy and I felt like the more I was saying that the more my body was responding to that um so yeah that was just amazing to see at such a young age and inspired me you know with the challenges that I faced further on in life you know like God can do it back then you know he can still do it now so yeah that was (laughs) that That was incredible powerful people like Honestly, when it goes on Spotify, you have to go and listen to that again because that is powerful. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, I mean, that is so powerful. Mm -hmm. But, like, when did your faith, when did it become your faith? Like, when did it go from the stage of, like, becoming your your parents to your faith? Like, what happened in your life for you Mm -hmm. to take that step to follow Jesus for yourself? Yeah, I feel like it's when I had to, like, fully depend on him because there were moments in my life where my parents weren't there. Um, especially in that situation, like, you know, my obviously my parents were praying, but there were times where I'm just on my own in my hospital bed or I'm just having yeah. to cry out to God. Um, so that's kind of when I sort of discovered the faith for myself because I was like, I need to put the word to work, you know, I need to learn it for myself. I need to go into scripture and see what it actually says. You know, it's great hearing a like a pastor preach it, but I always believe that you have to test the spirit, you need to know the word of God for yourself because at the end of the day we're all going to be standing before god you know i can't say my pastor said this and this is why i did this you know he's gonna say you did you should have gone into the word and found out for yourself so yeah um but yeah i just think through life circumstances you know i've really had to fight the good fight of faith you know sometimes i'll be like oh it's the enemy but actually you know god you know it doesn't say fight the enemy it says fight the good fight of faith um that's powerful (laughs) powerful people so yeah it's it's testing your faith it's um you know we all have a mind and we can control kind of what comes in 
and what comes out and you have to test the thought as well and be like is this in line with what god's word says about me and that's like a daily battle you know the bible says to renew your mind daily because he knows each and every day you're going to have thoughts that are going to come at you tell you you're not good enough um but you always need to constantly remind yourself of god's word um because god's word is truth you know and at the end of the day everything in this world will fade but his word will remain um but yeah but also like obviously going to church as well and surround yourself with the right people um i had a really good youth group um back in my previous church and it was great because they were all going through similar situations you know sometimes you a lot of the time you feel like you're on your own like no one gets this like no one's ever experienced it but you'll be surprised when you share your testimony or share your story with someone they'll be like oh my gosh i went through that and Oh, is that how you dealt with it? Okay, I will try that next time, you know. Um, so hearing other people's stories um, helped me as well to discover um, faith and discover who I am and right. just my walk and journey with God increased more just by being around people who, you know, were Christians but also went through life challenges and circumstances. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. definitely how I kind of moved away from my family and... Right and their kind of faith and knowing it for myself so yeah that's great I love that Mm -hmm. and also like another thing as you're talking that I love about you Kirsty, is Mm -hmm. like you mentioned the word of God so much and like literally every sentence you said there was the word of God (laughs) somehow like whether it's a verse or just saying the word of God which Mm -hmm. is so powerful and like was there like one particular scripture or verse that helped you during that season or that time yeah it's it's still my favorite verse and it's 2 Corinthians 5 7 where it says to walk by faith and not by sight um because it's so easy even now like with the cost of living crisis you know you can look at what's happening around the world you can watch the news and you know see on instagram or on social media all these negative reports and it just can make you feel your spirit you know make you feel down and depressed and everything like that um but you know when you're keeping your eyes on jesus keeping your eyes on the word of god it refreshes you you feel stirred in your spirit your faith is taken to another level um but like i said before you have to do it daily you know and to renew your mind um but yeah definitely walk by faith walk according to what god's word has said not according to what you see and you know the bible says without faith it's impossible to please god so (laughs) that's a harsh one but it's true (laughs) like without faith you can't please him you know so but he also says like faith as small as a mustard seed can move mountains you know yeah. faith as small as a mustard like if you've seen as a mustard seed like it is tiny right. and if that can move mountains imagine faith the size of, of an orange or something <laughs> like yeah. you know what i mean what yeah. can that yeah do yeah. with your life so yeah it's definitely important to have a lot of faith um but yeah but yeah. yeah faith comes by hearing god's word as well so the mm. more we hear it the more we're inspired to go into god's word god's word again <laughs> <laughs> there we go see and, uh, and stuff yeah. like that so yeah definitely it's really, really good yeah um so we are actually going to take a little bit of a break f- and listen to a song just now mm-hmm. and then we will be back in a few moments Trying to weather the storm Trust me when I say I've been there before I, 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 I had days when it didn't seem fair You said the low was never too much to bear Things I had to go through So I could better know you Cause when I know I can't do it on my own You're the one that I am leaning on All things work Now I know even when it's all good, you still need to pray. The Lord hears you when you pray, and He responds when. 
Radio station, Heart Song Live. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Uncut with Kirsty. Again, it's not Kirsty, it's Steph here, but we do have the special Kirsty with us. Yes, and can I just say, Steph, you're doing an amazing job. I know it's not easy, but <laughs> you're doing it so, so well for your first time. So well, well done. Oh, girl, you are so sweet. Thank you so much. And also, mm-hmm. I do want to say, after this episode, please, if you guys are listening, please, can you just flood Kirsty's inbox with saying thank uh, you so much and letting her know what episode speaks to you the most? Yes, um, so because good. honestly, mm-hmm. it would really help her, but also really encourage her because you guys don't see what happens behind the scene. Like I came in early with Kirsty, mm-hmm. and the things that go behind the scene, like yeah. it's just incredible. Well, so Steph, thank you, thank so, you much. so much. And on that, actually, if you guys have any topics that you would like to hear us talk about on uncut with kirsty please follow us on instagram and facebook and dm us about that yes yes um so i thought as we come back to ask a quick icebreaker question oh my gosh, i'm nervous now <laughs> i have no idea what she's gonna ask me <laughs> i i love these kind of questions so kirsty yes who are you most excited to meet in the bible but apart from jesus oh. and why that is <laughs> oh you can't <laughs> sorry for putting oh. you on the spot <laughs> do you know what as soon as you said in the bible i just said jesus but do you know what that's now out of the picture yeah. so oh it's a really hard one and well to be honest i'd love to meet abraham mm-hmm. based on his faith you know you know waiting for a baby waiting for a child and he had to wait till like you know yeah, he was yeah. really really old so i'd love yeah. to meet abraham can i just yeah. like there is a theme with Kirsty. Can you guys notice it? It is the word of God and faith. I'm and telling faith. you, if you can sum Kirsty up in two words, it is those two words. The but word they're great words. Yeah. <laughs> so Abraham, I love to meet Ruth as well. Um, I just feel like she was just a great woman of God. Um, and Peter. <gasps> like yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Paul prefer. as well. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've said more than one, but yeah. Yeah, Peter, because I feel like Peter went through so many challenges and, you know, he was really close with Jesus and, yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. to meet Peter. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. even that experience of him walking on the water. water and having faith. Oh, he doubted, actually, when he, you know, he was 
took his eyes yeah. off Jesus and he began to yeah. sink. But I mean, sink. he was the one who stepped out of the water. Yeah. Okay, I will defend Peter like all the way because he was the only one who got out of the boat to walk on the water yeah. in the first place. Imagine <laughs> it though. Like imagine it that right now if you saw someone walk on the water, you'll, you'll be freaked out. Oh you yeah. Know? You'll be freaked out. So I could, you know. Yeah. To Peter. There we go. <laughs> like you said, Round but even stepping, stepping out the boat. So yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. So... Mm-hmm. Getting back to our conversation, yes. um, so you shared about your early stage of when you were younger in primary yep. school and high school, even yep. like how was u- university for you? That, what was really, that? Yeah, like? that's really, yeah. So university was just like a whole different world, and um, I think we talked about a bit of it um, a few like two episodes ago when Donald was on because we both went to Aberdeen, but I went to Robert Gordon University. Um, but yeah, it was my first time away from home and I was really, really excited. I was also really, really nervous because there was nobody from my high school who moved up to Aberdeen. I didn't know anyone in Aberdeen. So it was like a whole new chapter in my life. Um, so I went to study social work. Um, and it's funny because I really liked working with people. Yeah. And I really wanted to do a career that, you know, I could see a difference in somebody's life. Mm. But Every time I said I was going to do social work, I got such negative comments. Like, everyone's like, why do you want to do a degree? Like, social work is so bad. Like, you should stop it. You shouldn't do it. And I just felt so, like, disheartened and discouraged because I was like, I'm sure this is what I want to do. But, again, going back to, like, when you, God has a great plan and purpose for your life, you know, the enemy will use people to try and distract you yeah. off your calling. So, yeah, so I went to university to study it and I loved the course. Um, But then I definitely saw the attacks of the enemy, literally. Like, I was so blessed to even have the opportunity to that course. You know, I think there were certain qualifications that you need to have and I didn't have it, but somehow still managed to get on the course. Wow. (laughs) So I definitely knew that God wanted me there. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think I was so involved in church when I was in Aberdeen I was also working and studying so I did put a lot on my plate like if you know me I like to work a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I don't feel proud to say I'm a workaholic it's, it's not really a good thing but I like to keep myself busy and active but yeah I had a lot on my plate and um, it got to the point that even though I was going to church like I just wasn't there like yeah. even though I was there but my head and mind were all over the place and I think the enemy saw that. He saw how busy I was. It got to a point where I would leave the house without doing my devotion. And I was tired. Um, I was stressed. And, you know, I started to get a bit anxious. And my flatmate at the time knew that something wasn't right. I wasn't like my normal self. Um, you know, it got to the point that... I wasn't even eating, you know, I was just so busy. And, but the thing is, like, I didn't notice it that there was something different about me that I wasn't even eating or, you know, wasn't looking after myself. It was only my flatmate that told me, like, Kirsty, something's up. You really need to stop. You need to really take it easy. But I was just ignoring her because I just thought, oh, she's just complaining. She's Mm -hmm. saying that for the sake of saying that. Um, But yeah, I ended up, you know, having a few mental health. problems you know and it got to a point where I actually had to stop my course and I was really really upset about that um but I just knew I had to because I just wasn't thinking straight and it got to a point where they had to like take me to the GP and again I was like what am I doing here (laughs) but you know I was just hearing so much negative thoughts and you know I just yeah I'll be honest like I was getting a bit psychotic and it was a hard thing to to experience especially like as a Christian I'm thinking Mm -hmm. I don't deserve this why am I going through something like this what have I done to deserve something like this and yeah I totally agree that obviously sickness and um you know, it's not from God, but God could do miracles and, you know, he could turn it around and it becomes a wonderful testimony. And I should never ever be ashamed to say that I went through mental health or anxiety or depression or even suicidal thoughts, you know, because Mm -hmm. I was so, at the time I was so embarrassed 
with what I had gone through and the way I was acting that I didn't want to be here, you know. I said to mum, I don't want to be here. I don't want to wake up one more day um, living like this. Um, so I had the church praying for me. I had family praying for me. Um, but it was hard because, especially my family, they had never experienced anything like this, like anyone in their family go through mental health. And even with the church, you know, they were praying for me, but they still, it was hard. No one really knew what to do. And talk about God's timing. I was just watching um, a preacher who I still listen to today called Pastor Chris. And he has this thing called the healing school. And it happened that he was having that ministry um, or that healing school session in two weeks time. And I was like, perfect, you know, dad, let's go, let's go. Because yeah. um, I knew something was, wasn't right at that time because everyone was like looking at me funny and I, and I was like okay okay something must not be right um so yeah we went to Canada and I went to this healing school ministry and I remember seeing someone there with their baby and she went through the same thing as I did and it was just so encouraging to see that you know if she can go through what I went through and still come out on the other side still have a child you know still get on with her life and I was I remember thanking her like thank you so much for coming back and just sharing your testimony because that's really encouraged me to get through this um so yeah it was a two-week program I had to like really like they would teach you how to like meditate on God's word you know and like really get into your spirit um so I did that for a few weeks and then and the last day, like, he'll come and he'll pray, he'll lay hands on you, and then you'll fall under the anointing or the Holy Ghost. And it's crazy because I see this all the time on TV. Like, you sometimes see people, like, right. get out from their wheelchairs and stuff like that. And, like, I'm like, is this really real? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, because I've experienced yeah. that, I can say, wow, this thing is real. Like, you know, I didn't just, you know, push myself back. I literally right. fell back. It's the most beautiful experience, like, honestly and yeah it was just amazing and I recovered even though I didn't recover overnight it was a it was a process um I still had to renew my mind with God's word because as soon as I received my healing it was like the enemy was just attacking me again like you just have to make sure you you know Mm -hmm. you keep reading God's word you keep listening to God's word keep acting on God's word um because that's like you know we've already overcome everything in Christ Jesus but you just need to remind yourself mind and your body and your spirit of that truth um so yeah when I came back I was like wow god you must have something big planned for my life because the way the enemy (laughs) is coming at me I'm like yeah but yeah you know he gave me strength and yeah Yeah. it's amazing it is amazing wow like Mm -hmm. thank you so much Mm Kirsty first and foremost for being so open and so vulnerable and real Mm -hmm. and like I said, when we came back from our break, mm-hmm. that in itself should be enough for some of you guys to reach out and say thank you to Kirsty because I know how that feels. Yeah, because um, we talked about it as well. Yeah, on show when yeah, you yes. suicidal thoughts, and it, you, you can feel alone. You know, oh it's yeah, such a dark place and definitely yeah. yeah and i think even like when you come out of the other side and mm-hmm. you share something so real and vulnerable and raw mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. i think like the least somebody can do is like say thank you and acknowledge that because that mm-hmm. is that's still hard it can still be hard and um, to be open like that and share that mm-hmm. um yeah. so i just wanted to say thank you oh, no on worries. behalf of everybody listening <laughs> yeah. but also please reach out and say thank you <laughs> um but yeah. there is something i wanted to ask mm-hmm. because like this what you shared like obviously um my story is a bit different and unique mm. and I think everyone's story is different and unique but also mm. there's similar things to it mm-hmm. and the thing that you mentioned where it was like obviously when you're in that state of mental health yeah. and that dark place you think there's nothing wrong with you mm-hmm. when people around you are telling you there is something wrong yeah and I remember in my life when that happened so clearly and for me it was actually two of my pastors at the time mm-hmm. where they sat me down and then I remember saying to them like no can we just let this go yeah. and they were just like no we can't like wow. this isn't something we can just let like, go oh, wow and it just made me realize like when I come out of the other side actually being Mm. set free from that looking Mm -hmm. back I was just like I'm so thankful that they didn't give up I'm so thankful they didn't listen to me in that moment because you know it is so such a dark place and you aren't in the right mindset so what advice would you give someone Mm -hmm. who 
is maybe a friend of mm-hmm. someone who's at that stage where they're in that dark place mm-hmm. like what could you do as a friend or a family member to help that person yeah. but and then also what would you say to the person who is in, in that dark situation. place yeah. yeah no that's that's really good because you know when I was in that situation especially when my mental health was deteriorating it was it was really hard for me because I saw a lot of my friends leave me and yeah. I was like wow out you know right. it's funny when you go through challenges in life you know we had our last episode talk about friendships but it's funny when you go through challenges in life and you kind of see like who your true friends are because some of them will just disappear <laughs> and then some of them are really like supportive so yeah definitely check up on your friends even when you mm-hmm. think they're all good you just never know what happens behind closed doors so, so definitely just give them a call to say like how are you how are things um is there anything you want to talk about is there anything bothering you um that's really really important and yeah do not keep it to yourself like especially when i was a younger my younger you know days I didn't like sharing when I was going through the bullying with anybody and that actually was causing more torment you know so it's really important that you speak to somebody about it but I know that's not it's easier said than done you know it can be really hard but make sure you just pray to God for the right person to speak to the person that's going to understand and what you're going through um and someone that's trustworthy as well um so yeah that would definitely be my main things (laughs) things yeah. <laughs> advice yeah. um but hey god's there he never leaves us nor forsakes us um and talk to him you know right. talk to god you know sometimes i don't know about you but when i when i was going through that challenge sometimes it's hard to even just open my mouth <laughs> and mm-hmm. talk to god because at times i was angry with god you know like i said before i was like why am i going through this you know i don't deserve to go through this but then he reminded me of his love and his grace and what Jesus went through on the cross was nothing right. <laughs> compared to what I've been through in life. And that humbled me a lot, actually. It humbled me a lot. Um, so, yeah, talk to God. He's there. He's listening. Like I said before, he knows you more than you know yourself. He knows the end from the beginning. You know, he planned your life before the foundations of the earth. Um, he knows he has the best for you. His plans for your life has not changed no matter what you've done in your life. His plan for your life has not changed. And like it says in Jeremiah 29, 11, that is correct, right? Yeah, that's right. His yeah. plans are to prosper you, not to harm you, but to give you a hope and a future. So yeah, hold on to that truth. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I mean, I'll just quickly add on mm-hmm. to that. Like I said this on my um, episode where I shared my story. Mm-hmm. But I think the key thing um, that I'm still walking out to this day as well Mm -hmm. is like actually just being real with God because the thing that really set me free was the encounter with God's love. Mm -hmm. But actually it's like if I was in that mindset of being a Christian where it's like I knew God loved me like Mm -hmm. head knowledge it's like Jesus loves everyone yeah like you know the song Jesus loves me this I know for the Bible tells me so yeah like that's all right everyone was singing to you and then like as a little girl Mm -hmm. or a little kid it's like you were singing it and then you'll be like okay yes I know this Mm -hmm. but actually I remember that real vulnerable moment with God where Mm -hmm. it was like um you know asking him god do you really love me mm-hmm. like do you really love me and actually allowing him to come in and show me mm-hmm. um and kind of let my pride down as well in that moment actually was the moment that really set me free mm-hmm. when i was real with god rather than trying to him. Yeah. yeah and mm-hmm. just like and just, you know, just get out of that mindset of thinking, oh, I need to, you know, act upon the head knowledge. And, mm-hmm. you know, you've grown up, especially if you've grown up in church, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, all this head knowledge, but sometimes it takes a moment for it to become revelation. And yeah. that moment can be with you being real with God. Definitely, so. definitely. Yeah. And being vulnerable doesn't mean like you're being a victim in mm-hmm. life or a victim to circumstances you're just being open with god yeah. which is so so important because at the end of the day god knows our heart he knows our thoughts he knows what we're thinking he knows what's on our mind um so when you're just open with god you know he can be well there's a verse i can't remember exactly where it is but it's like if you draw close to me i'll draw close to you um, draw close to me and i'll draw close or come near to you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So is it i'm sure it's in james somewhere yeah it's in no, james, you're sorry. Right. Could, be, could be hopefully yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, so we are going to take another little break. Um, 
and we're going to play the song blessed by of god and we'll come back in a moment see you soon Told me Nolly, you lucky you came up too fast though. I tell him that a blessed man is a blessed man, yeah. I don't believe in luck, I believe in blessings. So my God's got me I'm not scared what man would do to me Don't you know who God has blessed? No man can curse, yeah And every time I try to count my blessings I realize I can't comprehend it with my senses I'm blessed beyond material things Man, I'm made for life I'm the blessed of God What I got word And every time I try to count my blessings I realize I can't comprehend it with my senses I'm blessed beyond material things Man, I'm made for life I'm the blessed of God What I got word Hey everybody and welcome again to Uncut with Kirsty. We will continue with our conversation um, with Kirsty. So mm-hmm. 
to end us off, Kirsty, why is it important to share our testimony? Yeah, that's that's a really good question. And oh, by the way, I feel like we should call it Uncut with Kirsty, Future and Steph, or Uncut with Steph now. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, I totally would be up for that. <laughs> but of course, it is so important to share a testimony. I think, you know, the enemy hates it when we share our testimonies. And because when we're sharing what God has done in our lives, like I said before, it's so encouraging and it stirs up our faith and when you know that god can do it for that person you like well god can do it for me and know you know what that person has been through the challenges that they faced and how they've depended on god and you know used the word of god and faith yeah yeah <laughs> two words again there she goes again <laughs> to overcome um those circumstances so like i said yeah it's encouraging um you know it stirs us up the enemy hates that um, and there's that verse in the Bible, I think it's in Revelation, which yes. has up. <laughs> I have it up right now. So it's Revelation 12, 11, mm-hmm. And it says, they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Mm-hmm. They did not love their lives so much. Um, and that ultimately, like, they weren't afraid to die. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's so powerful. Mm-hmm. And I, like, just quickly, just to add about mm-hmm. testimony, like, you know, I had this revelation that testimony isn't just a one moment necessary. Mm-hmm. Like your your life and walk with Jesus is a testimony. Yeah. So you might think, oh, something big hasn't happened or my testimony isn't big enough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's still being written out. Um, your mm-hmm. walk with Jesus in itself is a testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I just want to encourage you, anyone out there who thinks, who believes that lie as well, that mm-hmm. your testimony isn't powerful because trust me, it is powerful. And yet it's still being written and it's still being walked out wow. as well. It's not it's not finished yet. Yeah. Um so hold on to that hope that it's still being written. It's yeah. still a written story. I love that. Yeah. It's still being written. And yeah. we should never be afraid or ashamed to share our testimonies. I think especially for me, like at first I was scared because I didn't want people to know that I had gone through mental health or had gone through anxiety or negative thoughts or depression. But like we said before, there's so much power when you share your testimony. People are inspired, you know, and you don't know who you're speaking to. They that person might have experienced exactly what you've gone through. Um, so I believe God puts you at the right place at the right time and yeah. you don't even know who you're gonna come across in life that yeah. has experienced exactly what yeah. you've went through. Yeah, definitely. And if you found as well, like the things that you're most afraid to talk about or ashamed to talk about is actually the things that probably have the most freedom in it. So like, you know, it can be related to your calling as well. And Mm -hmm. like, actually things like mental health, like Mm -hmm. obviously it's been talked about a lot these days because lots of people are suffering from it. Mm -hmm. And it's like so like the enemy to want to silence people, especially Christian who have that faith aspect. Yeah, But it's time for like, you know, the church to stand up and yeah. actually speak on this from a faith aspect. Yeah, definitely. No, 100%, 100%. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, um, Kirsty, I yes. would love for you to pray for oh, us. Um, I Let me tell you guys, this girl is like a prayer warrior. She is amazing. Don't put the pressure on that. Um, like, no, honestly, like <laughs> any prayer is really powerful, but um, this girl is yes. amazing. So, Amen, yeah. amen. So, Lord, we just want to thank you so much for tonight. And we want to thank you for this broadcast and this platform that we have just to reach so many young people um, across Edinburgh and beyond. And, Father God, I just want to thank you for every single person that's tuning in or even maybe listening to this message later on on repeat, Lord. And I just pray right now they'll just receive um, the word of God into their spirit and that they'll be touched by this testimony, Lord, and they'll be inspired to share their own testimonies of your goodness and your grace, God. And I pray, Father, for the moments where they feel like they're not good enough or they feel alone, that they will know who they are in Christ Jesus, know that they're never, ever alone, God, that you're with them wherever they go, Lord Jesus. And I pray, Lord, that they'll be dependent on the Holy Spirit, God, the Holy Spirit who is their advocate, their intercessor, their strengthener, their counsellor, oh God. And I pray, Lord, that... Even though they may face challenges in life, I pray, Lord, that they will not be shaken, but they will stand firm on God's word, God. They will keep their eyes, just like we talked about Peter 
um, walking on water. They will keep their eyes on Jesus, Lord, and they will not sink and they will not doubt and they will not fear, Lord, but they'll keep their eyes on your word, God. And I pray that they will continue to walk by faith and not by sight, God, that they'll walk according to what your word says about them, not according to what people say about them, O oh God. And I pray, Father God, that they will trust you with all their heart and they will not lean on their own understanding, God. And we just thank you, Father, for how amazing and how great you are. We thank you, Father, that you watch over us. And like we said before, that you have a perfect and amazing plan for our lives, that you will do exceedingly, abundantly more than we can ever ask or imagine. I pray for anyone that's listening that their desires will come to pass at the perfect time, O oh God. So I pray, Lord, that they'll keep their hope and their faith in you, God and that they will not be distracted, Lord. They won't believe the lies of the enemy, God. The enemy has no place and no right in their lives, Lord. But they will keep declaring your truth and your word over their lives each and every day. In your precious name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Kirsty. Oh, thank you, Steph. You have been awesome. <laughs> you need to come back on more often and host because you've aced this. Like, you have Aww. aced. You're so sweet. And mm-hmm. I am so glad for you guys to get to know Kirsty a bit more. So yeah. um yeah, that's us all for tonight. I hope you guys have a great rest of your evening and God bless. Yes, yes. And don't forget to tune in next Monday yes. at 8 p.m. and follow us on Instagram and Facebook to find out who this guest is going to be on next Monday. It's going to be very, very exciting. And so, yeah, have a blessed week. And like Steph said, God bless y'all and take care. Bye. Bye. Take me.